Welcome to Pushing Through. I'm Tate Frazier, and as always, I am joined by the kid BJ Armstrong. And BJ, let's talk about what happened in Cleveland on Sunday night. The NBA 75. All the legends, all the basketball legends, the game that you and I love so much and the game that you played at such a high level, all celebrated together. All those different you know, eras and players and icons and, you know, and of course, Michael Jordan was last, the last one announced and, and, uh, showed up in the building after being at Daytona 500. <laughs> I know you were watching. I was watching. It was a special moment. Did you enjoy it, BJ? Cause, uh, I, I never thought I'd see Dennis Rodman talking LeBron's head off, but I got to see that <laughs> on Sunday night. <laughs> well, you know, Tate, I think I'm old enough to say that the Grecian formula was definitely working. <laughs> it was definitely yes. working, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know, a lot of guys are some of them older than me. They still had, you know, their hair didn't have any grays coming through there. You know, I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, um, people, guys are looking good. You know, Time guys is, are looking it, great. It, MJ are, was trying to play. He was trying to play anybody. No, he he asked Magic to get his what? shoes. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I think he wanted to make sure that everybody knew he was the best player in the building. He's a very competitive yeah, man. I, you know, <laughs> I'm always amazed when I see those guys, you know, in a room. Like, you know, you see Kareem and you see Magic and Oscar Robertson. You know, it's, it's like one of those things. Because, you know, as a kid, that was so far removed from me. They didn't seem human. Yes. They felt like superheroes. Something about television now doesn't seem removed. It's just like, oh, that guy plays. I can do that. Like the mystique is gone. You know, like today's mm-hmm. players are like, you see him so much, you're like, oh, oh, Steph Curry, how did how did he get that good shooting? Oh, he just practices a thousand shots a day. I can do that. <laughs> That's what it seems like to me. Yeah. And it was great to see those guys. But here's the difference between those guys of that era. And then these new guys. Once the light switch goes off, it's off. And yeah, we got a good laugh. It was a meme, Jordan and Magic. But here's this. Here's it's made it was funny, but also I'm like, hey guys, man, you guys are old now. We're, we're we, everybody's a little older now. Slow with the with the <laughs> with the one on one talk, right? The light switch hasn't gone off with our generation. I'm constantly reminded I can't do that anymore. Now, Tate, I work out every day. And the reason I work out every day is because, you know, that's just what I do. It didn't matter whether I got paid to do it or not. This is what I do. Mm -hmm. That generation, Michael just gave you a glimpse. To me, that was better than the documentary. That's who he really is. Everybody in that generation, you had to take on the challenge whenever it came. And here's the sad part about it. If Magic would have put those shoes on, he would have played. <laughs> no, I absolutely. Yeah, that's we're, why Magic we're laughing. laughing. I know we're that's laughing. why he, he was laughing, but you're, you're right. It's real. It's real talk. That's why you stay in shape. You stay ready. You got to stay ready. Yeah. This is the this is what upsets me about this generation. I don't care what's going on with you and the management. I don't even care what's going on with you and maybe you don't like your team or your city or whatever it is. If there's a game to be played, 
And I'm just thankful that there were no shoes there. Yeah. Because no Magic would have played without question. And well, I Jordan, know, pl- Jordan played you in suit shoes once upon a time. Hey, man, I, I know. So he didn't and, even need sneakers. And I, and, and <laughs> myself, along with some other guys who were lucky enough to play in that league and play in that era, there was this huge text that said, hide all the shoes. Hide all your kids. Hide everybody. Because he was serious. <laughs> now, it, y'all thought it was a joke. <laughs> he was dead serious. Mm-hmm. And I know Magic was trying to laugh it off. And all the other people were like, is he serious or not? That's why they were laughing. No, he's yeah. dead serious. He's dead that, serious. That, 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 that's, that's what I respect. <laughs> the light switch. The only thing that stopped him is he's just too old now. Mm-hmm. He knows he's but too it, old, but he's but still were, in his mind. He's like, yeah, well, for one night, though, I can still do this. <laughs> and I'm just here to remind everybody here who want to play. And if yeah. LeBron, I sent you a picture with him and Giannis. I sent you yeah. that photo. Did you see how tight he was squeezing Giannis's hand? Mm-hmm. Because he was sizing. Everybody thought, oh, Michael was just having fun with everybody. And he's this whatever. He was sizing everybody up. He talked to Luca. I mean, you could tell who he was specifically he talking was si- to. He was like, okay, this is what I do against Luca if I played against him. That's what I do. you see? I don't know, man. I, because I was in the era where body language meant something. You know, now everybody's just hugging everybody. Up. Mm-hmm. No. When we played, you didn't let somebody approach you. You met the approach because you were like, okay, he's trying to size me up. Like, he's trying to, like, get into my space. No, you met that space because everybody was – intimidation was a real thing in our era. In this era, you're like, oh, man, that's MJ. Did you, MJ showed me love. MJ did – Trust me when I tell you all this, people. He was sizing everybody up. And the funny thing was, Tate, I want you to go back and look. He was hitting everybody in the chest. He wanted to see who was in shape and who wasn't in shape. I know him. <laughs> I know him, Tate. I know him. Tate, unfortunately, I know him. Everybody was like, why is he grabbing on everybody? Yeah, he was like, grabbing. Like, he, wanted to go. he was like, oh, this guy not in shape. Oh, let me, you see, Tate, you see he, was rubbing, he was rubbing Steph Curry. Yeah, he was like, yeah, he he's, was like, like he's like, what's this guy doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, Tate, I know him. And the one thing, <laughs> you know what, Tate, I don't even know why I'm saying this because you know what? Because it's funny to me is that I love the funny. narrative. And then you know what the guy's doing. It's kind of like, man, this is great. Like, you could just say anything and people will, like, go with it. No, it's it's like a it's like a lion, you know, like sizing up a bunch of sheep, and everybody's like, the man, only he's real guy, nice the to only the guy that caught him off guard was Giannis, because yeah. Giannis met him Came with him with the same energy. And mm-hmm. look at the picture, Tate. You should take tweet that. <laughs> look at the picture of how they were looking at each other. It was like two bulls, and MJ couldn't believe it. MJ couldn't believe it. I know, I I could see it in his eyes. He was like, wait a minute, this guy is not like intimidated or anything and his hand size is the same dr the j same. is the only is the same yeah and look how tight they're squeezing each other they're so and i'm tight. like yeah Giannis is the guy i thought he was and i loved it and it was the funniest thing because he's bigger mj's trying to say oh i can beat this guy oh i can touch it oh this guy he's he's a fan of mine he 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 he, he looks up to me Giannis met him with the energy and mj was like okay what's going on here like doesn't yeah. this guy and, it, and it's all this gamesmanship. And it's so funny for me to watch 
MJ, God bless him. I love him. You know, I hope he's, you know. I'm so happy he was there, and I'm so happy oh, he was there. Oh, of course he was there. Of course, he's not going to miss this. He's got to. He's all about this. MJ was ready for the game. He was like, hey, man, I'm here to show everybody why. I mean, MJ imagine, imagine if he played in the All-Star game. MJ, I'm telling you right now, the guy works out right now because he knows that one of these guys are going to do what he would have done when he was young. He would have challenged them to a game. He's just waiting. He can't help himself. He is so funny to me when I watch him. He makes sure he goes and touches everybody to make sure, okay, you want to play? Oh, okay, okay. You want to play? Oh, Magic said something because Magic knows how to egg him on. Mm -hmm. Always. He's always antagonizing. He's always, he yeah. knows how to egg him on. And he, Mike was always there saying the same thing. Mm. Oh, go get your shoes, man. <laughs> and thank goodness there was no shoes, no rim, because he would have played. And that's what I loved about that era. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's great to see. God bless I all wish Larry. Guys. I wish Larry Bird would have been there. Larry doesn't have time for this. Larry's moved I know, on. I know I Larry. Know. Larry's, Larry's like, look, I had a good run. I'm done with that. Yeah. Larry moved on. Hey, my back is bad. I've moved on. These guys are still... Magic still, I know he's joking, but he's not really joking. Magic is like, hey, man, I could, I, maybe for a quarter or two, I might be able to do it. I, I, I can look at his eye. He's like, <laughs> Magic's like, ah, maybe for a quarter or two. He's like, I can do it for one. Yeah, I can do it for one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Magic would do it. Magic, he, that's, but I, I, I love those guys. That's what made that era special. And I'm just so happy that there were no shoes available. I'm so happy. I, Thank goodness. I think uh, my favorite part of the night was Jordan was taking that picture. It was the North Carolina, you know, picture with all the Carolina guys. It was Worthy, Jordan, right. Billy McAdoo Cunningham, Bob McAdoo. And then, you know, Dominique, my guy, my number I love Dominique. North Carolina. Yeah, Carolina. That's He's my Carolina. guy. I think he might be the GOAT in my mind, just as far as, like, on and off the court. And, Dominique uh, had the, the – Dominique – did you see the NBA, the, the the virtual reality or whatever they call it, where they drafted the top seventy five guys? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dominique yeah. had the first pick and he picked himself. That was the great. That was the that highlight. Was that, that was, was the highlight of my weekend. <laughs> that was the highlight of my weekend. I mean, you got the first pick in the draft. You like, no, I'm picking me. Yeah, you're right. uh, that, that was you're, you're like, I, I still think I'm the best. Yeah, he's yeah, another yeah. one. He's another one that might lace him up because he's. Oh, he's already mad. He didn't make the top fifty, right? He's already yeah, mad. He's like, no, but I'm going yeah. number one in this in this draft. Trust me on yeah. that. Oh, you gotta love that. You gotta love Neek. You know, shout out to Neek. That was that was a that boss was move. That was a boss move. And Giannis interrupted that moment, or like after the picture was taken, he came. That's when he came up and met MJ, like you said. He didn't wait for MJ to come around and no, feel him I, out. I, I, he I, went to I, MJ. This is what I live for. See, the game is great, but it's the little things like that. The fact that Giannis, Giannis is going after the best. Let me tell you something. I know I talk a lot about Giannis, but you don't see him often. Just like that's why Jordan was the best because we didn't see him coming. Everyone can talk about now who's the greatest and he's this, he's that. Remember, he was the third pick in the draft. Yeah, and everybody at the time was like, guards can't win, right, guards right. can't lead a team. Hey, you got to remember now, that there weren't a lot of people saying that you could build a team around a two-guard. Now, everybody mm -hmm. says it now, and oh, man, he's this. Okay, but that's not true. That, that wasn't true then. And no one was saying he was going to be what he ended up becoming. No. 
Okay. James Worthy was better than him in college, according to everybody at yeah. the time. This was Magic and Bird's League. Kareem was Kareem. Mm-hmm. The Lakers were the Lakers. Lakers. The Celtics were the yeah. Celtics. Yeah. Now it's fun to say now, but I, I was there, so I don't want to hear all these experts suddenly now say what they're saying because I was there. They, they, they weren't saying that. Talk radio, which was the big thing back then, they weren't saying that. Okay. All they kept saying was Jordan and the Jordanaires, and I was one of those Jordanaires for quite some time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, when you have someone like Giannis, as you know, Tate, I'm not saying it eight years from now when the guy has X amount of championships. I'm saying it right now. I said it last year. He's the best player in the NBA. You said it two years ago to me. Okay, yeah. yeah. He's the best player. He's going for the best. I, I'm telling you. He's going for it. You can see it. Just like I saw it with the other guy. <laughs> this guy is going for the best. What this guy is going for is six. He's got five more to get. That's what he's going for. Yeah, I, 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 It's clear to me watching him. The guy has 30 points in the All-Star game, and he doesn't even get the MVP. And they kind of got froze out early in the game a little bit. You know what I mean? Listen to me. Listen to me. Tate, I see what he this guy's doing. He would have won the MVP. Tate, you don't score 30 <laughs> and whatever he had and not get the MVP. Mm-hmm. This guy is playing. He's going after everybody in the league. And then when he got a chance to get in the room with the greatest, he went right to the number one guy. And he stared him down. That's re- that, to me, that says it all. Now, we could talk about who's got the step back and who's got this. He went after the top guy. And he didn't go to the top guy to be no fan. He went to the top guy to make sure he knew, and I can tell by his body language. You see, his body language was like, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. Oh, you supposed to be the best one? Oh, you set the standard? And he's going for it. While we're all talking about What's going on in Philly and and who's got the best jump shot? And yeah, Steph Curry had 50 in the game. This yeah. guy is going after the greatest player that we, and I say we, the media considers. And we're not even talking about here's a guy that's going for it. No, he's going after the ultimate. He, he's chasing greatness. And that yeah. to me, I, 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 I suspected it a couple years ago. He confirmed it with me when he got in the room with the guy. And guess what Tate's going to do? He's going to put in the effort and energy. Tate, he might get he might get 6. He might get 6, Tate, because he's first of all, he's good enough to do it, but he can do it from multiple positions cuz 8, 9, 10 years from now, he's still going to be 7 feet. I was watching him standing next to all the other players. He's significantly taller than all the other players. So his game is going to evolve as he gets older because he's still going to be a seven-footer. He could be he could be like a center in year 14 and 19. I mean, he could learn the Kareem hook shot. shot. This is what I'm saying. He could be a totally different player in year 15. That's how I feel about him. He could transform into a Okay, he slows down a little bit. But he'll still be seven feet, seven one. He'll still be strong. He'll still be athletic. He'll still have length, and he'll and have his, different parts of his and games. His, and his touch is getting better by the year. I mean, you can tell. Tate, this guy is the one I got my eye on to get six. I think Tate 
And I'm just going to say it. I think Tate, he has a chance to be in that top five conversation. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a big statement for me because I'm not all the way. Everybody say, oh, this guy's one, this guy's two. And by the way, that list that, that was list. put out, woo, I, I, I'm sick of these lists because I don't know who's making up these lists. Yeah. They, well, they now, they like need to stop. now they need to stop it because now they're disrespecting the game. They're just disrespecting the game. Mm-hmm. And, and, and who's ever making these lists now, and listen, I get it. It, it gets people talking. You know, we're talking right now. They need to stop making these lists because it's disrespectful. Like, yeah. if, you, if you haven't studied these players and watched these players and, and, and watched the film and watched their impact, stop making these lists based on stats. That's not how you evaluate the game. Mm-hmm. And they need to stop it. Like, it's getting out of control. Now it's just like, now you're telling me daytime is night and nighttime is day. And you just keep repeating this, and because some of the players like you, you have said, you, listed you in front know. of players, everybody yeah. knows. Everybody knows who played that game that that guy wasn't better than that guy. Everybody, not somebody, everybody. The only people that don't know are the people on on press row. And y'all need to stop this now. <laughs> y'all need to stop it now. It's getting out of control to where you're like you're saying things now because the people who weren't old enough to see these players play. They 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 may, they're easily influenced, yeah, but trust yeah. you're me, cha- you're changing. Trust you're changing me, history. You're changing yeah. history. Yeah. We have a responsibility to. Yes, you have your opinion. Your opinion is your opinion, but you got to support your opinion with the facts. And here's a fact: some of those players y'all got are not better than those other players that you got that that you got ranked ahead of. That's behind them. That's a fact. Everybody knows that. Everybody that put on that uniform knows that. Even if you don't like that guy. Now you got agendas. And that's not yeah, right that's... to these young people who are watching it. And now it's like, it's, now it's disrespectful. Now I'm getting old. Like, okay, you said it. You said this now for like 30 years. Now you're getting disrespectful. And if you don't know the game, get out of the game. Just don't talk about it. Yeah, don't talk about it. Especially don't, don't put it out there as if you are the yeah, yeah, Like you you're know, some authority. authority. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you're putting this list as if it's like... This is the, the list. <laughs> no. Like, if you give me, help me understand how you came to this conclusion other than just their stats. Because it's getting ridiculous now. Now it's getting to a point where you're just like, you're totally disrespecting the game. The only reason we're talking about basketball is because all of those players respected the game and loved the game enough to treat the game with the ultimate respect. And you just come along and just like, well, I got to get this hot take. I got to get this. No, that's not how this works. That's not yeah. how it works. You, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's just now you're just disrespectful because everybody knows who the best players are, who the best players were. Everybody knows. But you got to respect the game enough to say, hey, man, I'm not the best. Let me say it. Let somebody else say it. That's why I always respect those guys because they're not going around saying, Kareem is not going, I'm the greatest player. And Bill Russell's not saying I'm the greatest player. And Michael Jordan. But when you start going around saying all of this stuff now for these hot takes, this is like getting to be to a point where like, wait a minute, man. Like, Oscar Robertson. Yeah, it's not a PR campaign. Stop it. Like, stop it. Like, it's getting to a point where you're just like, all right, enough is enough. And I'm sorry to go off on that tape. But I, I, I was like, these lists that are coming out now, 
now y'all got agendas. Now you're showing your true colors because everybody knows. Trust me, the players know. Yeah. Trust me on this. We talked to Tate. In in that room of yeah, in the room of players, and especially me. amongst that seventy five. Trust me. I think if you asked that seventy five to rank their top Tate, five, I promise they, you they you would Tate, we would all know. They know. Yes. The players know. Mm-hmm. Why? Because Tate, we can sit here and talk about who got this and fadeaways and who got the best stats. Them players all know. They all know, Tate. You can't deny it. When you put that uniform on, Tate, you like, oh, I see why this dude is. Oh, you know, Tate, when you see something you ain't never seen before. And the players talk. They know. But out of respect, they don't go around saying it. And Tate, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going around saying, oh, man, I I, I played on the greatest team. No, Tate, it's a lot of great teams. I'm just humbled to, hey, have an opportunity to play. Because you know what, Tate? You work hard, yes. You, you, You can create your opportunities, yes. But Tate, I don't care who you are. If you don't admit this, Tate, then you you don't know you don't understand the league. It takes some luck too, Tate. Yeah, it takes some luck. And you know what, Tate? I was lucky, man. I was lucky. I was lucky to play. I was lucky to play when I played. I was lucky to play who with it I played. But I worked hard enough and took advantage of the opportunities. But now, Tate, I'm starting to see people rewrite the, the history of the game. I'm seeing guys rank that we all know. Like, you're not going to disrespect no guy, but you're going to be like, wait a minute, hold on, hold on. Now, I know this guy wasn't better than this guy. Yeah. I don't care what era you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. No, it's a very revisionist history way of of viewing all of it. And I only hope, I think that, you know, obviously there are much more resources out there. And I think, you know, if you know, you know, you know, you know. Yeah, if, if you, you know, yeah, exactly, and that's why Tate, I feel so fortunate to do this podcast with you, is because we're, we're trying to like, we're, we're trying to give our truth and the truth of the game, and let the game be the star. It's not about me, it's not about you. It's about yeah. hey, man, we want to respect the game, and and let the game speak. Let the game be the star. Let the NBA and this product shine. Let's stop trying to figure out how to have my brand or your brand or the pushing yeah. through brand. Let's talk about let the game. Let the, let this game shine. This game has create has created a, a business take no one ever dreamed of. Now we got people who talk about the game trying to be the stars of the game. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> Today, let's stop that and let these players be the stars because we're paying money as consumers to watch these players and not listen to somebody we know <laughs> is talking way out of pocket. Yeah. And these lists gotta stop. I, I mean, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm over. I'm it. over the rankings. I'm yeah. over the list. I'm over this of, goat talk. Let's just play. Let's just let's, let's just let's <laughs> as just, Michael Jordan would say, say, bring your shoes. Bring your shoes. That's <laughs> my new logo. Where your shoes at, to- Tate? Where your where shoes, shoes at, Midas? Shoes can at? we get that on a shirt? Where are your shoes? <laughs> bring your shoes. No, bring your shoes. Bring your shoes. If you ain't got shoes, you can't talk. 
Yeah, bring your shoes. Yeah, all this talking now, you know, we're talking about this guy and what he's going to do when he get back, and you know, when is he coming back to play? And he's mad and upset. He's disgruntled. He's got a beef with this guy. Yeah, bring your shoes, Tate. That's my new motto. I, I, I'm I coining think, that right I now. Think, I think Giannis is going to like that. Bring your shoes. <laughs> I think Giannis would have played Jordan one on one on that know, court. Tate, you could take the think out. <laughs> you could take the think out. That's like asking him. That's I what think, made me I, so happy. I think Michael's going to play hard once he gets to the gym. You could take the think out. Yeah. You could take the think out. Mm. The man told me once, because you know everybody talk they trash, and I don't like to talk about you know this. I'm not. I don't like to name drop or whatever. But I, one of the funniest things he ever told me. He said, we well, he's talking, everybody talking they trash and talking this, whatever, you know. <laughs> can't talk here. I don't want to say how. I can't repeat that to that death, you know. But he said this to me. He was like, you call me if you ever think about beating me. I will show up to play you. He said, if I ever <laughs> thought about it. <laughs> He would stop doing whatever he was doing. <laughs> and I thought that was one of the funniest things ever. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's hilarious. He's like, I'll put, I'll be at the dentist. He was like, I'll be anywhere. Me. But he said, if you think about beating me, I will stop. And I thought that was the funniest thing. It was that's the funny. Funny. It was the funniest thing. Because, yeah, it was funny when he said it. But you know what? It was some truth to that. Because that's how he thinks. <laughs> who thinks that way <laughs> Tate who thinks uh, that way <laughs> he said if I ever thought about being him Tate it's the funniest thing so you know I, I don't know Tate I don't even know how we got here but let's let's no, keep this train let's keep the train moving no but the, the, I think that that kind of sums up you know what this night was you know it was uh it was a lot of fun to see all these guys here but also like you said that light, you know, it, it, it's lit for everybody pretty much in that room. You know, they all have like those it. guys. So man, I'm looking at man. I'm looking at man. You know, it, 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 you all, you know, you never. I, I don't. I don't even think about it, right? You know what I mean? Like, take, I don't even think about. I mean, it's it's really weird. I never think about playing in the NBA. I don't even think about it until I, you know, it comes up like right now. Yeah. But you know, I started looking around the room. I was like, oh man, I played against that guy, Gary Payton. I played against John Stockton. I played against Jason Kidd. And you start, I played against Ray. You know, you start looking at, you go, golly, man, this is, you know, you start looking at all these wonderful players, Shaq and and Charles. And and then I was like, man, I'm old. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you start <laughs> looking at all these guys. But the beautiful thing about it is you're like, it's so much respect. It's so much oh, yeah. respect that you have because, look, man, you, Tate, you grow up wanting to play in the, best pickup game you can possibly find well Tate you don't find a better pickup game than this it's the, I mean it's the best basketball game in the world yeah you don't and, you don't like you said I mean the guys that were playing against you and you saw and 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 played against and competed against they're on that pedestal and then they're next to these guys that you know the Dr. J I mean you told me that story about the first time you saw Dr. J and, like I remember the know. first time I met Dr. it was like do you know what it was like I can remember <laughs> But Walking like you said, down there, that there was that mystique to everybody yeah. because you, you that was these guys were superheroes. Yeah, you know, 
As a kid, you you know, I don't know if you were born then, Tate. Dr. J made a move in the NBA born Finals. In yeah, he yeah, made a move in the Finals. And yo, I was like, I can still remember watching that move with my dad. And I had a little basket in my mom's kitchen, which I destroyed all of her walls. And I must have did that move a thousand times, it felt like. Doctor come in, he swoops under the basket and da da da. And I was like, wow, like, that's the doctor. <laughs> and then suddenly, about eight, nine years later, I'm walking down the tunnel like it's a movie, just me and the doctor. Just this little kid from Detroit. Hmm. Life doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> I called my dad. I called my mom. Guess who I met? And he was the, a, a gentleman. And guess what, Tate? He knew my name. Mm. He will never know what that meant to me. I was going to say, yeah. He will never know what that meant to me. Just like when somebody, I could have done the same thing for someone else. That was the... That was one of the highlights of my NBA career. Mm. I just had 15 seconds to myself with Julius Dr. J. Irving. <laughs> the doctor. Say, in the Philadelphia spectrum of all places. I can still hear Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> that spectrum. Julius, I can still hear that. I can still hear that. And I'm just casually after a game on a Wednesday night, just walking with the doctor. Mm. Tate, don't get better than that. Tate, life, I'm complete. I was with the doctor. I'm sitting there talking to Bill Russell about what it, what it means, what 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 he thinks it would take to be a great player, and he mm -hmm. gave me a 35, 45 minute answer from Bill Russell and Bill Walton, Rick Barry. Elvin Hayes, the late Wes Unser. Tate, what else can I say? What you want me to say? Like, Tate, I got nothing else to talk about. Like, I could sit here. I'm sitting next to Oscar Robinson about guard play. Do you really think I care about what this guy is saying over here that's telling me this guy is the greatest player? I'm sitting here uninterrupted, just me and the big O. Mm. Tate And like you said that That's like if you know you know You know what I mean And they all know One of the greatest gifts That I gave my dad His favorite player He used to always talk about this player Is this player as a kid Cause my grandmother said You can't use that They called him Black Jesus Earl of Pearl. Ugh. And I'm in the Boston Garden. I'm not in the Boston Garden. I'm in the Was Madison Square State Garden. Legend. Yeah, I was in, I'm in I'm in Madison Square Garden. And I'm sitting here courtside. And the seats were open. Whatever. Two seats here. First court is about to start. And Earl of Pearl comes and sits right next to me. And <laughs> When I looked, I said, 
Instead of saying Mr. Monroe, I just said Pearl. I couldn't help it because that's what I felt like I knew the guy because my dad would always say, this is black Jesus. That's what he called him. And everybody, that's the Pearl. And Mm -hmm. he had this spin move. I was like, what's a spin move, dad? And then, you know, he would. And I'm going to tell you, Pearl was so gracious that he took a selfie with me and I sent it to my dad. And it made our relationship like it was like that was his guy, and I was just sitting there, and then for him to have that, and he, it was it was it was like these are like highlights. Like I'm not even talking about the game. These are just like people that you just like you know, and to have Pearl. So you know i just even when you have when you see people and you know people like that and you have an opportunity to live out your childhood and that's why i'm always so anytime a fan approaches man i always try to be at my best cuz i say you know what i know what that means like yeah. when i see when i see my man Clyde Fraser that's my guy man i don't want to hear about drip cuz that's drip <laughs> that is, <laughs> Clyde is... It is not fabricated. You know what I mean? <laughs> these guys are duplicating something. That one there is never duplicated. Yes, That's Cl- yes. Clyde was doing this when we didn't even know what it was. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just so great, man. And, In New York City. And, I mean. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> Clyde is the, the only announcer stuffer. that I got to sit there with my dictionary out to understand what the man is saying. Man. I love... These are the people that I just like. And that to me is what made the game so special because everybody had their little niche and what they brought to the game. And um but yeah, I don't you know, we just we're just chatting. I appreciate you listening to me. No, I know. It's uh we're we're you know, we got no basketball to talk about. So this is the the time that we can reflect and obviously seeing all those guys there for the seventy fifth was great. Steph Curry has 50 points, wow. you know, wow. ridiculous display. I yep. mean, yep. it was it was good because, you know, the slump, you know, that he's been in, it was nice to see him kind of just have this moment. Say, so I, I don't think he's great. really in a slump. Like, can I just say something? Can I just repeat what I said to you? <laughs> I don't think he's really in I'll a slump. I'll stop saying slump. Yeah, he was not in a slump. He's just – Tate. He can't run around like a maniac like he used to all the time. You know what, Tate? <laughs> Listen – I'm just going to take you a little story. Mm-hmm. When you master something, Tate, you never get in a slump. I didn't get an opportunity to shoot what the volume that this man is shooting. Mm-hmm. Okay? I didn't get – the game wasn't mature enough to play this way. But I got to a level, Tate, where – for me was unacceptable in an open gym. I'm not bragging. (laughs) I'm not saying if I I was playing this era, I would. I'm not saying any of that. But I got to a point, Tate, that if I was in an open gym practicing, 90 out of 100 from the threes with just me in the bass and somebody passing, Tate, that's, that's called mastering your craft. Like you said, you're a professional shooter. I'm a professional maker. You are maker. a shooter. I'm a maker. <laughs> you understand? See, Tate, I take this very serious. I'm a which, professional. 
Which is like the, I mean, uh, Kenny Smith was talking about this during the three-point contest. He's like, I'm not impressed. All these guys should make every one of these. You are a professional. Yeah. You are a professional. That's the difference between a professional and an amateur. A professional makes the shot he's supposed to make. The amateur, Mm -hmm. you don't know what he's going to do. Yeah. Okay. A maker and a shooter. Your choice. (laughs) I didn't practice shooting. I had to practice making. Mm-hmm. That, that's the difference. Steph Curry is not in a slump. How do I know he's not in a slump? Because he's mastered the art of shooting. As we saw when he got these looks. He's mastered the game. art of shooting. Yeah. Shooting Every is getting up. Be. He's got up enough reps to last him a lifetime, probably five lifetimes now. Now he's mastered the art of making. What you can't master the art of, Tate, is the following. Every shot you shoot is the first time you're going to shoot it. And now he's shooting shots under duress that he can't duplicate in a practice. Given enough time, though, Tate, if he can get to his comfort like he did in All-Star Weekend, suddenly they'll say he's out of a slump. I said it then, I'll say it now. Take the 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 coaches in this league are very sophisticated. They've made some adjustment that you and I just by watching the game can't see because we're not studying the game. We're not watching ten hours of tape on Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. They've made an adjustment, and Steph Curry either knows he can't make the adjustment to fix it, or he's not aware. But I'm sure Steve Curry and his staff have watched enough tape to know that. We just got to ride this out because he's not – you don't get to this level of excellence and get in a slump. Yeah. His slump is, okay, he made 89 out of 100. <laughs> because if he's on on, he's going to make 100 out of 100. If he's off, he's going to make 95 out of 100. The difference between him and me is I can make a 90 out of 100 consistently. This guy makes 95 to 97 out of a hundred consistently. And he probably makes a hundred out of a hundred where I may do it once a month. He probably would do it five to seven times a month. That's yeah. how accurate he is. He's not off. He's not off. He's not in he a shooting got, slump. No, he's just got to figure out how to, like you said, get his shot. He's got to figure out how to get to his rhythm under the duress that he's in because clearly clearly it's not a confidence issue clearly what guy gets up 27 threes in an all-star game if he's in a slump no that's not that's psychologically that's not how your mind works Mm -hmm. if you're in a slump you don't want to take you're you're, in a slump you're like man i'm in a slump i'm just not shooting well right now i gotta find i gotta do something else the last thing you want to do is shoot a lot Ben Simmons. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't want to shoot you, you when you're not making shots. Yeah. Right now, what we refer to that, when you become a master like Steph Curry, he's in a period of adjustment. <laughs> adjustment period. Yeah. Now he's got to adjust his game to this new defensive scheme that he's seeing that he hasn't seen before. Tate, how many guys have you seen double-teamed in the All-Star game? Hmm. Not many. Not many. 
<laughs> okay. Well, you just saw one Sunday night. So he's in this period of adjustment, and he's just got to play through it. He's got to play through it. Now, there's something that's going on. I'm kind of intrigued because I want to see what – I want to know what they know because this league knows something. You don't – a shooter like him doesn't go in a slump. He's a master. I expect every time Steph Curry to shoot it, just like Dirk Nowinski, to, for him to make it. Dirk Nowinski, I almost had the same – like Larry Bird, you had that same thought. You're like, man, every time he shoots it, it looked like it's going to go in. Mm-hmm. You saw Dirk Nowinski. You're like, man, that's, a, that's the prettiest shot I've ever seen. Steph Curry, every time he shoots it at any range, I expect it to go in now. Yeah. I mean, because he took a half-court shot. Because he's a master. expected him He to has it, yeah. mastered the art of shooting. This isn't him getting, being hot. Tell you, you've heard me say that. He's not hot anymore. This is just what he does. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's not a flamethrower anymore. No, if he's open from half-court, he probably will make it. It's... And, you know, that doesn't even sound right saying it, but Tate, honestly, you know, like Evan Mobley was surprised when he made it. If Steph Curry was shooting, you'd be like, oh, he's going to make that. Oh, yeah, yeah. He Well, he shoots it like a jump shot. Yeah. He doesn't even, you know, everyone else, like, takes, like, a step. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Evan Mobley makes a half court, and everybody starts jumping yeah. up and down when he was doing the whatever, shooting stars or whatever that thing was. Yeah. Rising stars. The rising stars. Yeah. Steph Curry is back <laughs> there. You're like, oh, he just, okay. He's going to make it. That's just what he yeah. does. He has mastered the art to such a level of excellence that he's beyond even what the bar was set. You know, like, if you shoot 90% in an open gym, that's pretty darn good. Yeah. Tate, he's somewhere between 95 and 98%. With He's taking it eight percentage points higher than what we consider it to be the bar. Yeah, we we used to think that ninety percent was ridiculous. I mean, Tate, not only from the same distance, but beyond that distance. That's what makes this so. Like, if you're a shooter, you got to be like, Golly, I could shoot a little bit, but this guy here is like, like now I'm like, okay, he's doing something like you're just going, okay, let me just. It's like see. a different game, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you, you, you can't even compare it. Because he's doing it at such a level, he's he's so efficient that you just go, wow. Like, I'm really amazed at how yeah. good he really is. Like, he's – I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say anymore. That's how good he is and how he plays and how he shoots. So, there you go, Tate. You got it. I know. I mean, it was a good all-star weekend in that sense. I was going to do some foreshadowing for the second half of the season. Oh, gosh. But we, 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 we'll we'll do that on Thursday. All right. Thursday we'll it is. I, I, I love it. That, I think that's the day to do there's that. There's a lot I mean, of narratives is, that we need to get to. Oh, my gosh. There's so many narratives. Ben Simmons is coming back, by the way. When is he coming back? They said uh, he's working out now. With He's gearing up for a comeback. Uh, the game in Philadelphia. I like how you said that. They said. They <laughs> said. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. What did Ben say? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what he said. This is what they said. I know. I love uh, how you say that so casually. They said he's he's working out. I thought he was working out before. Like, what was he doing before? I don't know. I mean, I guess he was working out. I don't know. Sounds like he's going to come back uh, when within is it the coming? next few weeks. But I in think it'll be after the game in, in Philadelphia. Yeah. You know what? Right? 
You know, I think that's there's no way that happens. If that what? does happen, BJ, you we know, should Tate, do a you podcast know, right after. You know afterwards. what, man? You know, Tate. You know, coming back to a game is is hard. It's coming. It's it's hard, Tate. You know, and um, when you come back and you are, let's say, an all star or you know, an elite player, it's even more difficult because you have to put yourself. Uh, you, you're very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And when I see people coming back, like we talked about Ben Simmons, right? Or, you know, people who've missed extended amount of time. You know, when Michael came back from playing in, playing baseball, he wasn't, the, he wasn't that Michael Jordan. He showed you flashes. But back then I gave him credit and I give him even more credit now that he had the courage to come back and play himself back into the conditioning that he needed to be in to be the best version of himself. And there were some positive moments Girl, in there. Yeah, there like was some the, growing pains. Like, like, like yeah. when he had 55 in the garden, you said the guy's back. Then he had some moments in there where he lost the ball in the playoffs. The ball was stolen against Orlando, and we lost Orlando in the playoffs. And people said, well, maybe he's not. But I give him credit for having the courage to walk out there on the floor because he was vulnerable. And the reason I'm saying that is because if you're going to be a great player, you got to put it out on the line. If you're going to be a player, period. My question is, what has he been doing all year then? Here's Okay, That's I understand why Jordan wasn't playing. He's playing baseball. I understand. He could have easily said, hey, man, I need a month or two to – the dude comes in, plays one-on-one against another player in his street shoes, and then like three days later, he's like flying to Indiana playing against Reggie Miller, an NBA all-star. Hasn't played, hasn't worked out. He just said, yo, let's lace it up. Tate, I have a hard time listening to this when you know what's possible. So all this time, Tate, when they told me it was reported he was working out, what was really going on, Tate? All of those videos of the summer, the grind never stops. What was really going on, Tate? Yeah, I don't know. Tate, 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 let let me tell you something. Looks like a whole lot of smoke. When they was saying, why don't you come to practice? What was going on, Tate? Now, I hope, Tate, that he comes back and plays because whatever, whatever happened, happened. I just want the young man to get back on the court. But at some point here, Tate, I saw it. Like, Tate, I know how hard it is. You hear me say this all the time. I know how hard it is to get on that treadmill and get that 20 minutes in. Yeah, I got to go work out right after this. I'm not excited about it. Yeah. It sucks. So what is really <laughs> going on here, Tate, to where? What? Yeah. What's going on? 
how do we get here? Yeah, that, that that's the craziest part of this. I mean, it's still it's still a wild story. It's still developing, and like you said, I, we just hope that I hope that he plays basketball and that he finds some solace in that, and you know we can all move forward because his situation is, I, I guess, resolved now. He, he said he doesn't, you know, he, he feels like he's able to play again now that he's in Brooklyn. So let's hope he plays. Then we can talk about basketball again. That's all that's, I want. That's to what say, I'm ready for. So I'm wishing everybody the best. <laughs> Tate, I just want to talk about basketball. Yeah. But I just hope people just continue. If there's anything, Tate, respect the game. And what's our new respect slogan? Respect the game. Tate? Stop making lists and bring your shoes. I think bring those are the... your shoes. I'm putting that out right now. I'm, I'm copywriting that immediately when we get done. Bring good, good. your shoes. Bring your shoes. There you go. All right, BJ. Anything else before we get out of here? When in water, Tate. You got to make waves. This has been Pushing Through, and we will see you later in the week. Thank you.